Good morning, once again. Hello, hello. Lakom Yitavis. You know what the word says that uh, God says go out to Samaria, Judea, and, and all over and to the to the most ends of the earth. Now I blame you all bekant van die land. As I my father gave us like any seer in. Maar uh, it's alright, I shall have a boykie crane and shall I copy boykie sit and minister and shall I wear it's good. So it's good to, have, to, good to have you guys here this morning and uh, it's good to be here this morning. It's always, always good to be here. This is my home, Bikers Church Midrand. I grew up here in the ministry. Um, it was good. It's good times that. So yeah, this morning when we when we start, we're gonna we're gonna look at marriage foundations. You know, we all want to go out and we want to win this world for Jesus. But you know what? It starts at home. It starts at home. As your house not in order, is not can us not endlich the era eatfati. We can't take Jesus to a, to a lost world when everything at home is is not the way that it's supposed to be. So we, we need to put that in order, and there's a couple of things that I would, would like to share with you this morning. And first of all, I just want to share a little joke with you. There's this guy with the name of Thomas. He was 32 years old, and the one day uh, he met with one of his friends, and his friends asked him, are you still single? Uh, why aren't you married? And then he said, uh, or the friend asked him, can't you find a woman who will be a good wife to you? And then he answered, he said, actually, I found many women I wanted to marry. But when I bring them home to meet my parents, my mother doesn't like them. Mama <laughs> His friend thinks for a moment and says, I've got the perfect solution. Just find a girl who is just like your mother. Okay. A few months later, they meet again and his friend asks, did you find the perfect girl? Did your mother like her? With a frown on his face, Thomas answered, he says, yes, I found the perfect girl. She was just like my mother. You were right. My mother liked her very much. The friend said, then what is the problem? Why aren't you married yet? He said, now my father doesn't like her. So he's next with my mom. <laughs> okay. There's <laughs> another one year, a man approached a very beautiful woman in a shopping mall. And he, and he asked her, listen, um, can I please talk to you for a moment? Um, and, but he, he lost his wife somewhere in the shopping mall, and, and, and then he approached this woman and says, can I talk to you for a few minutes? And the woman says, yes, but why? He says, every time I talk to a beautiful woman, my wife just appears out of nowhere. Frau kom, van nergens af Now, folk, we want to start off, and I want to quote, quote from you from the book of Mark. Um, I think the slide is up there. If you can just flip over to the next slide there. Uh, we all know, and we're going we're gonna to read from the Message Bible. It says, in the original creation, God made male and female to be together. You know what? This is God's plan. God doesn't want us to be alone. When God created everything, God, every time that God created something, God saw that it was good, and God said it was good. But then when, after God created Adam, God looked at him, and God said, it is not good that man is alone. There's a black for nie goed nie. So if you're still alone, you're in a place of no good, not good. Um, this is not good to be alone. So you must have a woman who knows who your mom is. I like your pa, nee, that's fine. He must have a woman who knows who your mom is. 
And then, and then say, so because of this, a man leaves his father and mother, and in marriage, he becomes one flesh with a woman, no longer two individuals, but forming a new unity. Now, folks, uh, a disturbing fact, if you look at all the statistics, in marriage, four out of ten marriages fails. Four out of ten marriages ends up in divorce. There's amper 50% men of a true what's Folks, and that is, and that it's regardless of age, regardless of whatever. Um, that is quite, quite a scary statistic. Um, and you know what? The next person can be you and, you and me. Biker, don't go near, yes, I can, I can all swear along some, or I'll swear along some. No, that's that. You know what? You can be the next person. You know what? We need to put some principles and stuff in order to, to enable us to, to make our marriage work. It doesn't just work for it. Uh, by itself. We need to make it work. So, a lot of people get divorced. There's reasons, um, reasons perceived for both men and women as, as the causes for divorce includes the following. As you look on the, on the overhead there, there's, there's difference of priorities, rules and responsibilities, or roles and responsibilities, religion, sex, abuse, communication, a very important one, communication, um, cheating, finances, also Relica sensitive sake, the finances. Because you know what? You want every, everything your eyes sees and your wife also. We van jullie weet as vrou shopping mall to gaan, Woolworths to Woolworths sale. Your wife buys stuff that she doesn't need just because it was on a sale. We had an, in ons, ons ook. Jy koop nog a bike wat jy nie nodig het nie, net omdat jy nog een wil he. You know, the one day I went to Suzuki and I saw a nice, nice uh, off-road there. And I went home and I, and I said to my wife, I want another bike. She says, you want another bike? I says, yes. She says, but you've got a bike. I said, I know, but I want another one. She says, what are you going to do with it? So I'm going to ride it. She says, but you, you've got one. I said, you know what, you, you won't understand. She said, <laughs> so she said to me, you are, you are right, I don't understand. I said, All right, just leave it there. <clears throat> I want another bike. <clears throat> and then she said, all right, buy it then. Thank you. So I've got a good wife. She said, I can buy it. Uh, <laughs> so they don't always understand. We don't understand them always, and they don't always understand us. Isn't that true? But you know what? You don't have to understand them always, and you, don't, you must just love them. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says to the husband, love your wife. She never says to the wife, love your husband. Eh? Isn't that true? You don't say that. He says, the wife, submit to your own husband. Don't, don't. It doesn't say that, but... They love us. Folks, there are basic principles that if practiced uh, can help us build a solid, a solid marital foundation. If, if practiced, that's, the, that's the, the question here. Both the husband and the wife needs to know and accept their roles and responsibilities in the marriage. That's a specific thing what you do, a specific thing what you do. You need to accept that. It is not a, you don't have to contend who's the boss, who's who in the zoo and all that stuff. Um, you know what, it's not, they become one, it's our home, it's our finances, it's our children, it's our everything, it's not just mine. And gelukkig sê ek vir my vrou as hy praat van die bike, en sê ek nie, los die bike, dit is die heresin, hy het om vir my geleen. So jy kan nie haap, Peter, you can't sell it. Los uit, al twee. So, that's the heresy. But it's not a, you don't have to contend who's the best and who, whatever, and who, and wie kry die laaste sê, en die, hoe van julle, hoe van julle weet, het gaan altyd oor die vrou wil die laaste sê, 
She wants to say, wants to the last say, the last to say it. But, uh, let us look at, at what the Bible says in Ephesians 5.22. And a lot of you guys know this, but sometimes we just need to, to be reminded of this once again. basic principles of a relationship of a marriage. Now the Bible says, and I'm reading from the, from the uh, English Standard Version, it says, Wives, submit to your own husbands, to your own husbands, as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife. The husband is the head of the wife. God said it. But you can only come and say, well, I'm going to go to the and I'm going to go to and was the floor and was the school of the Marcos and snaysom and the grass and was my bike off and all. I don't do it. For the Lord, a husband is the head of the, of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. He gave himself to the church. Now, as husbands, are we prepared to give, to give our lives to our wives? You say, you know what? I'm prepared to die for my wife. I'm prepared to give my life. And you know, not, not even just to die for her, to live for your wife, to give your life for her. As we give our lives to Jesus, we live for him. We give our lives to him. We surrender to him. And we live for him. That is, that is what, what we need to do as husbands. Now it goes on to say, now as the church submits to Christ, so also the wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives. Here it comes. Husband, love your wives. Who feel? As Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Sure, this is a tall order, folk. As Christ loved the church. You know what? God so loved the world that he gave his best. He gave Jesus. Jesus showed his love. He demonstrated his love that while we were still sinners, he died for us. Romans 5, 8. He gave everything. He gave his best for us. Now it says, uh, husbands love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. That he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word. He gave us that. It goes on to say, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ, Christ does the body, because we are members of his body. If you're a Christian, you are a member of the body of Christ here on earth. This is not a thing that I can't I'm not part of a church. I'm, I'm praying there in my inner room. There's a place for that. In Matthew 6, Jesus says, go into your room, lock the door. There's a place for that. But there's a place for this also. To come together to, where there's a corporate anointing, where there's unity, where God commands His blessing, there's a place for that. It's not just in your inner room. Um, that is, that is what, what the Bible says. And then it goes on to say, and it, 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 uh, therefore a man shall leave his wife and, and his mother, like his father and his mother, not leave his wife. That is the money. That's what ons probeer for hoed for me. He leave his father and his mother and holds fast to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. The same scripture verse in, 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 in Genesis 2.24. A man shall leave his parents and cling to his wife or be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. Folks, this is the only, the enigste mathematics of summer what 1 plus 1 mark. 
Dit is nie 1 plus 1 is 2 nie, ons het het geleer, but 1 plus 1 equals 1. It is not just, it's not about me, it's not about her, it's about us. It becomes us. En baie keer is mense baie selfies in hierdie ding, this is my money, this is my bike, and this is my die, and my die, and it is not, it's ours. It's always that. In 1 Peter 3 verse 1 to 6, also from the message Bible, it speaks to the wife here, the Bible speaks to the wife, it says, wives, now the wife is the helper. Remember when God created Eve, he said, I will make him a helper. Somebody just like him. Dis nie goed vir hom om alleen te wees. Hy kort iemand wat hom een wikkie sal help. Om hierdie tuin te onderhou en vir die dieren te voer en al hierdie goeders. Hy het een groot job gekry. Ok, hy sê, Be good wives to your husbands, responsive to their needs. They are husbands who indifferent as they are to any words about God will be captivated by your life and your holy beauty. Sure, that's nice. So you know what? There's one thing that I always say to people. When your wife submits to you, it's easy for you to love her. When she's got a gentle and quiet spirit. As sy nie heel tyd met jou betlui oor alles en strui en die laaste sê wil en nie, that's easy for you to love her. And when you love your wife, like as Christ loved the church, it's easy for your wife to submit. As jy haar wil sê, man, af, vloerlap, terugkom buis toe, ek maak jou ketang nou korter, weet in al die goeders. It's not easy to submit to a man like that. It's not easy. But when your wife feels loved, she will submit to you. And we all know, some of you know, some of you might not know, submission comes from the Greek word upotasso. It means to organize yourself under the covering or the protection of somebody. Are you the protection of your wife? Are you there? Can your wife submit and say, you know what, my husband got me covered. Ek is hier onder, want ek weet, hy is vir my lief. Hy is vir my lief soos wat Jesus vir die kerk is. Then she will be quiet and she will be gentle and she will be there for you. You know what, there's a lot of guys, they treat their wives as rags, vloerlappen, en dan wil jy vanavond as jy in die bed klim, en tik jy vir mama's hoopies kouwer, en sê, kom, is tyd, is nou tyd. Ek hoop nie, jy het vandag gekopseer nie. Want ek het een pakkie dis prins okkie, so, weet en. So, dis, don't do that. Ok, verse 3, it says, what madam... Matters is not your outer appearance, the styling of your hair. This is the, the woman, yeah, or the wife, or the jewelry that you wear, the cut of your clothes, but your inner disposition. Here quiet and gentle spirit. Cultivate inner beauty, the gentle, gracious kind that God delights in. Sure, folks, this is, this is the, the principles that we need to build our marriage on. And then 1 Peter 3, 7, now the, the Bible speaks to the husband. Also from the, from the message Bible, it says the husband is the leader. The man is the layer in the house. The man is the wolf in the house. He is the layer. And you know what? By a friend, will it not any. I don't know why. Hulle voel, the man, he can't get the leading fat. Hulle will the shots call. And that's not right. And you can't get the owens, hulle see the little mannequins, and hulle say, yeah, mama. Who say for your friend, mama? Niemand is nou stil die brug. Mami, jy het nie met jou maag getrouwd nie, jy is dus jou vrou, sê vir haar vrou, weet, of liefie, of skattebol, of al die, maar is die mami nie, ok. Ek sê ook betekend vir my vrou, mama, want sy die kinders hoort het, ok, ek reis. Be good husbands to your wives, 
Listen to what it says. Be good husbands to your wife. Uh, honor them. Delight in them. As women, they lack some of your advantages. But in the new life of God's grace, you equals. Sure. You equals. self Treat your wives then as equals, so your prayers don't run aground. Your owens, here is a scary one. As you, your vrou behandel soos a vloerlap, dan gaan die heren nie na jou praat. Die gebeur er, luister. Jy sê, sorry. Jy wil nou vir my al hierdie goed vraag, goed maak, kyk hoe behandel jy jou vrou. Kyk hoe, kyk hoe gaan het nie huis. Now you want to export the gospel to the lost world. You want to go to the rallies and wherever, but look, look at this. What about your wife at home? What about your kids? Hoe lyk het daar? Maar nou wil jy uitgaan en jy wil die wereld vir Jesus wen. Jy is een hypocrit man. Jy is kein heilig. En ek praat met myself ook. Jy is kein heilig. Jy is een van hy, jy is een fariseer. <laughs> Daar is nie net fariseers in die bybel nie, hulle is hier ook vandag. En ek, op hierdie aardbol, waar ons vandag bly. Ok, folks, there's four important foundation, foundational principles for our marriage that I want to look at. And maybe there's more, but there's four very important uh, foundational principles for a marriage. The first one is communication. And I make this number one because I believe this is number one. You know what? Most of the people will say, no, it's love. Love covers a multitude of sin and love bears all things and hopes all things and love never fails, 1 Corinthians 13 and all that. But you know what? Communication. If you cannot communicate, you cannot communicate love. That's why Jesus came to the face of the earth, to communicate love, to show love. He was there. And you know what? Uh, communication. It says that the biggest communication problem is we do not listen to understand. We listen to reply. What would you say? No. And you know what? Listen to reply. And I said, I will last to say, yeah, mar. And you end up in a place where, where you go back by a fair in the past, and you know that, huh? Communication is very, very important. Um, I think it's the most important one there. Now that I can see Okay, okay you, you'll see it on the, on the overhead where the wife is there and the husband. The wife says, our marriage is in trouble. We need to talk about it. And then the husband says, our marriage is in trouble. I better keep my mouth shut. I would never say anything. Because it's not easy. Because you say, always, you know what, when you've got an argument with your wife, it's better to just keep your mouth shut. Because everything that you said, says, leads to another argument. And it's, so it's, sometimes it's just better to blame on it, liever still. It's not veiliger. Uh, it's not baie veiliger om net still te blij. So, uh, I'm going technology go out sort. Who of you can relate to what I've said so far? Is it, we, we live in a real world. In all that type of thing, and it's happening. So, uh, you know what? If you take communication out of a, out of a relationship, the, the relationship uh, will die. It'll die. If we take communication out of our relationship with God, it'll die. If we stop to pray, if we stop to read our Bibles, 
the, the, the relationship will die, even between us. You need to communicate, you need to, and you need to communicate very clear. The communication must be clear. Make sure that your spouse hear what you say. Ja, maar ek het gedoog, jy het dit gesê. Wie van julle weet dit? <laughs> en jy ook. Ja, maar ek het nou gedoog, jy het... Ja, ek het nie, nie doog nie. Um, make sure that you understand what the person says. That you know what she wants or what he wants. Make sure. Because there's... The communication needs to be very clear. Uh, in Proverbs 12 verse 18, sometimes uh, we, we use sharp words from the contemporary English version. It says, sharp words cut like a sword but words of wisdom heal. Now, when there's an argument, when the, the other person does not understand what you want, or your wife, um, it leads to an argument, and then we can And you know what? Words, it says here, it says, sharp words cut like a sword, but words of wisdom heal. You know what? Um, a gentle word, um, Wat sê dit, 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 dit vat die, die anger weg. Um, ja, a, a gentle word, a soft word, a sachte word. Jy weet jy wat, uh, you know, you need to, when, you, when you're in the heat of the moment, just say to your wife, listen, whoa, 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 there's a misunderstanding here. Let us, let us put some time aside, let us communicate about this thing. Vertel my bykie, wat is jou, hoekom sê jy wat jy sê? You know what, when I cancel people, I let the one person talk, and then the other one wants to chip in. I said, yeah, please tell. It's not your time to talk. And then, <laughs> and then I said, okay, you stay now still. You talk. Okay. Then I talk to everyone. And I said, have you heard what they say? Have you heard what they say? And you know what? That enables them to communicate with the mediator. And you, you have to, you allow it, you hold it net out of your hair, you just have to put it out of your hair, you can't do it, all the people are out of your hair, you know, all the people are it's like, I want to kill you, it's the end of this, end of this road, I'm, I'm done, I'm out. Uh, but you know what, you need to, uh, to, to be a mediator for them, and, and fill a seviki, and then, and then, and then, fat you the good and say, listen, okay, have you heard what you say? Have you heard what you Do you know what, what she wants or what he wants. And, and in our marriages, this is the same. In Proverbs 14, 17, listen what it says here from the Good News Bible. People with hot temper do foolish things. Wiser people remain calm. People with a hot temper do foolish things. Words hurt people's hearts. And you know what? They remember it. It's makkelijk om na die tijd te sê, Lovey, I'm sorry, I've overreacted, and stuff like that, maar die woorde bly hier so. Hulle, dit maak seer, dit maak seer. So it's better to just keep your mouth shut. And you know what, sometimes as husbands, it's better for you to lose an argument than to, to lose your marriage. Verloor jy die argument, sê net, ok, alright, goed, mama, jy is reg. <laughs> Jezus, dat is oké, okay, dat is reg, dat is reg, dat is goed. Dus ik zal later weer voor jou vrouw nog gebruiken te koop, niet nou niet. Ik wil <laughs> koop maar eerst voor jou iets wat jij lijkt. Koop voor jou een nieuwe paar schoenen. Jij hebt al 300 paar schoenen. Uh, maar koop voor jou nog twee paar. En dan wie van jullie zijn vrouwen zit kasten vol schoenen? I don't know why. Eh? 
I don't know why. Well, I like schooner. My vrou kom heel dag met nieuwe schooner by die huis. Hey, look at this. It was on a sale. I think you don't need it. Yeah, but it was on a sale. I said, okay. <laughs> when are you going to wear them? I don't know. I just liked it. <laughs> okay, Proverbs. Oof, arma. Okay, giri perte. Proverbs 14, 29. Good news Bible. It says, if you stay calm, you're wise. But if you have a hot temper... You only show how stupid you are. Yo, a guy with a hot temper or a wife, woman with a hot temper is actually stupid according to this Bible verse here. You just show how stupid you are. Proverbs, here's that, that one that we said. Uh, Proverbs 15 verse 1, Good News Bible, it says, A gentle answer quits anger, but a harsh one stirs it up. A gentle, okay guys, he always said, tomorrow it's okay, it's okay. You know what? We must always think, what would Jesus do? What sal ons maak as die Heere met ons so was, soos wat, soos wat ons betekker met ons vrou en soos? Uh, die Heere sê vir ons, you know what? It's okay, don't worry. It's okay, I've got it. I've got you. It's alright. Don't worry. En die mama heel en sê, waarvoor reid jy, man? Kom nou. Dit is, it's troos a bykie. Troos a bykie. Uh, the second one is love. Very important one now. The second one. Love is an unconditional commitment to an imperfect person like yourself. Jy is ook imperfect. So we, you know what? We all look for a perfect marriage. You will never find one of those because you're not perfect. Your wife is not perfect. We live in an imperfect world. So you won't find this perfect marriage. Die Heere, die Heere het nogal een sin vir humor. Hy vat twee mense Heeltemal, different backgrounds, different personalities, and stuff like that, and dan bring hulle by mekaar. En dan kom hier die skrifie in Proverbs, and like iron sharpens iron. <laughs> so the, the personality of the one person sh- uh, shapes the other person's personality. And dan denk jy, jy die vrou is penarkopag. Hy wil nie hoor nie. En sy sê die selle van jou ook. Hierdie man, hy kan nie, hy kan nie verstaan nie. <laughs> We need to try. Then there's a way of love, and we all know where, where that comes from, and that's 1 Corinthians 13, verse 1 to 8. Let us just remind ourselves of what it says here. It says, I may speak in languages of humans and of angels, but if I don't have love, I'm a loud gong and a clashing cymbal. They mark net geras. They say, Ali, nice quickies, but it's fake. That help me. I may have the gift to speak with God, what God has revealed, and I may understand all mysteries and have all knowledge, I, uh, I may even have enough faith to move mountains, but if I don't have love, I am nothing. It's like, niks. Now, now gaan het aan. Om te sê in verse 3, it says, I may even give away all that I have and give up my body to be burned. Yes, this is a tall order. Ek gee. Um, but if I don't have love, none of these things will help me. Now it goes on to say in verse 4, what love really is. Love is patient. Patience is a baie moeilike ding vir ons. Isn't that true? Patience. We all, we all struggle with this one. Patience. Love is patient. If you're not patient, ask God to give you more love, not more patience. Because God will <laughs> give you more patience in a way that you won't like it. He will, you will end up in traffic, in a traffic jam and stuff like that, or long queue at the bank or something. God says, all right. Come on, kijk. Give you a bit patience. Kijk what you know. Ask him for more love, rather. Because he says, love is patient. Love isn't jealous. Give me your cell phone, let me see. Whoa, is this number? 
Wie is hierdie? Wie het jy gebel? Wanneer het jy gebel? Wat het jy vir mekaar gesê? En alle, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Ok. Uh, en moet ook die mense wel wat jy nie moet nie. Um. <laughs> ok. En, yeah, we, we said in the beginning, uh, things that, that causes problems is like social media as well. Or, you know what? Twitter, Whatsapp, Facebook, all that. That's good for great If we use it in the wrong way. That's a good thing. The te- technology is good, but we need to use it in, a, in the right way. That's good for great opportunity. It's so easy. It's a knop and the so. Um, it doesn't sing its own praises. It, uh, it isn't ignorant or arrogant. Um, it isn't rude. It doesn't think about itself. It isn't irritable. It doesn't keep track of wrongs. Ek het ons nou nou gesê, die tannies kan nog gal, they can keep track of wrongs. Is dit nou true? Jes, hulle ontdou om hoor. Ek teem van hulle ontdou om, hulle ontdou om. It isn't happy when injustice is done, but it's happy with the truth. Love never stops being patient. Never stops believing, never stops hoping, never gives up. Love never comes to an end. Now we ask yourself the question, do you really love your wife with this kind of love? With this kind of love? Like that, this is a tall order. The third one is respect. Respect is for those who deserve it, not for those who demand it. You know what I've, I've, I've counseled a couple in our church, we've married them and about three, three months down the line, uh, they've had serious marital problems and stuff like that. So I went to them and I canceled them and the guy was sitting there on his lazy boy and then he said, I demand respect. Says, do, you, do you respect your wife? Now I demand, I am the head of this house. I demand respect. Your vrou gaan jou los, opel. And say it. Your vrou gaan jou los. Because you know what? It's something that you deserve, but you can't demand it. Um, Ephesians 5.33, it says in the, the English Standard Version, However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Sure, this is what the Bible says. This is not my idea of your idea. Nie. The fourth one, the last one, is, is trust. Trust is, is, is a relationship, or a relationship with no trust is like a cell or a cell phone. Uh, with no service, all you can do is play games. Uh, the Wi-Fi is not connected. It's not And you know what? Sometimes, sometimes we like that. We watch rugby or, or, or Grand Prix on the TV. And you know what? The wife is not. Shh, Shut up. Proverbs 31 verse 10 to 12. The Bible says uh, about a wife. Yeah, folks, where God said right in the beginning, it's not good for a man to be alone. It's a good thing to find a wife. It says here, who can find a wife with a strong character? She is worth far more than jewels. You know what? God can give you everything that you want. All the bikes, all the toys, all this, but you have to be alone. You've got nobody to share them with. Would that be of any benefit to you? Who like us all that? Yes. You can't have anyone deal with you. You have all the good. You play in 20 million rand houses and you have Porsches and Lamborghinis and you've got everything, but you don't have a wife. You're all by your lonesome self. You know where you are? A place of not good. Because God himself said it. 
Ek het baie ons gehoor wat sê, ek is al geskui, ek bly liever alleen, want al die vrouwens is moeilikheid. It's not true. I've been the worst and I'm happily married today. Um, ek het ook dier een moeilike tijd gegaan. Ek het ook gevoel, vrouwens is moeilikheid. You know what, there's my son. I divorced his mother 20 something, yeah, how long was that? 25 years, 26 years ago. But I'm happily married today. We've got a very good relationship and stuff like that. It happens. It happens. Die tijd was ek dom, stupid, en sy, en ek het te veel gedrink, en all that stuff, I was very selfish, it was all about me, net gewarri oor motorbikes, en dinge, she was just there, she was an add-on. Folks, your wife is not an add-on. Your wife is not an add-on. It's not that. If you, if you think your wife is an add-on, you're gonna lose her. You're gonna lose her. If you don't give the, your wife the attention that she needs, somebody else will. Die ou wat saam met haar gym gaan vast, sê hoe mooi like haar en haar make-up en haar oorbellekies en haar goeikies, as jy dit nie doen nie. As jy jou vrou by die huis heel tyd afbreek, ja, wow, wow, sleg en die ding. The guy at the gym will tell her how beautiful she is. She will, he will say, say all the right words and, and before you know she's, she's in an affair with the guy. Why? It's your fault. It's your skuld. En dan wil jy op jou vrou sy kuis klim en sê, sy is unfaithful en dis en dat. Waar pas jy in die prentkie? So if you don't do it, somebody else will. Okay. It says he has, her husband trusts her with all his heart. And he does not lack anything good. She helps him and never harms him all the days of her life. You see, this is a thing of, of love and submission. A team. One and one is one. Where they together. Where they, it's not about me. You know what? The, the day you get married, it is not about you anymore. Dis nie meer ek en die manne gaan een bykie vanavond uit en dit is voorbij. It's voorbij. And you know what? You're going to lose your friends and people are going to say, oh, wat het nou met jou gebeur? I got married. I've got different responsibilities. My priorities have changed. I've got a family. This is what matters most to me. Dit gaan nie oor hierdie goed nie. Sorry, al die braai vleese en al die ram en die, alle goed is nou klaar en die branne wijn en al die twak en dit is voorbij. Dit is klaar, ek is nou saam met my vrou. And so by the way, I've accepted Jesus uh, as my Lord and Savior. So dit is nog een rede om. And, and we get to a place where we say like Joshua, for me and my house we will serve the Lord. As the leader of your, of your home, you need to be able to say that. Uh, for me and my house we will serve the Lord. Hoekom is dit so dat baie mamas dit moet doen? Papa wil nie mama vir die kinders kerk toe, mama vir die kinders sonnaskool toe. You know what? The dads must stand up and do what God has called us to do. To be the leader and to stand up to do what God has called us to do. Um, she helps him and never harms him all the, all the days of her life. And folks, this, this is it. Um, remember, remember the day when, we, when you got married. You, you made a vow. You made a promise to your wife. You said to your wife, I will love you. I will love you. And you know what? And she said, I will love you also. Say, so the Bible says, they would not submit, say, if you leave the best. But folks, yeah, let us, let us listen to what the Bible says and let us make it our own and let us take it back and get back to the basics and tell your wife, you know what? I love you. You're the most important person in my life. Should be. Because it's God first, spouse, children, job, ministry, hobbies, golf, fistvang, allai goeders. 
But we sometimes, this, you, our priorities get so mixed up that our wives who just let's do it a little bit can do and say, you know what, we don't have time for you. We, I can't manage on golf spell. I can't manage on fist fang. Ons gaan a bigi bike ride. Ons gaan. I get the super bike. I'm not going to black for you. Want I get the achterste pics ook afgehaal. I'm guilty. That's <laughs> my bike. What are you ever made for it? My friend will must get her scratched. Now can't say anything about my riding. She's got a car, so that's good. But folks, let us let us. Cherish what God has, has brought together, our homes. The, the enemy walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And you know what? He attacks relationships because the relationships is from God. And especially marriages. God doesn't want you to be happy in your marriage. God doesn't want you to, to serve him and, and to raise your kids in the ways of the Lord. Remember there's one thing. Dat is, ik zeg altijd voor die mensen bij die kerk, is een feit soos een koei. It's a monkey see, monkey do thing. You know what, your son, whatever he sees you doing with your, with your wife, he's going to do it with you. He, most probably he's going to do it with his wife. Because that's the way he was brought up. So, jy kan maar, jou vrou maar bykie mishandel, so is die vloerlap, al ek goed. You need, we need to love our wives with the love that Jesus left the church and gave himself for it. So this morning, as we sit in God's presence, uh, maybe some of, some of you or somebody in, in this, um, you're facing some, some challenges in your marriage. Um, we would love to pray with you. We would love to ask God to really intervene and God to bless you and, and to, to make a way where there seems to be no way. Because you know what? Sometimes the easiest way out is to just get divorced. Fat your pie and why? But skurt, lost my bike and why not? It is, folks, it, it's not that simple. It's not that simple. Remember, when you get divorced, there's a lot of things. There's confusion, hurt, anger, um, rejection, stuff. Those things come. It's a package. You can't just walk away and as if nothing has happened. Um, so this morning, I wanna, I wanna give an opportunity. If you, if you're facing marital problems or relational problems with your wife-to-be or whatever, let us pray about it. Let us ask God to, to really bless us. And we do, we're going to do a prayer. And uh, afterwards, if you want personal, uh, a personal prayer or personal ministry or whatever, please be here. I'm here. Ramon is here. Ellen is here. Sid is here. And Jackie and all the people. We would love to, to be with you. Uh, pray with you and, and to assist in that, in that matter. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much that we can trust you with everything. And Lord, that you know exactly what goes on in our marriages. You know exactly what goes on in our homes, Lord. And this morning, we uh, realize and we acknowledge that, yeah, Lord, without you, we can't have a, a healthy marriage. Because, Lord... Human beings are a little bit selfish. They always, it's about me. What, what do I gain from this? And Lord, thank you that we can just give. Because the Bible says it is more blessed to give than to receive. And Lord, that we will give everything to our wives without um, the expectancy to get something back. Lord, just to love our wives. And Father, I want to pray for everybody here. Lord, as we face problems, and Lord, this is something that's going to come. It is, it's not if, it's when. 
there's going to be some, some challenges that we're going to face in our marriages. And Father, I pray that you will give us the wisdom, that you will give us the, the strength and, and everything that we need to work through that, to come out on the other side more than conquerors, to glorify you, Lord, so that we will not just give up and walk out. And Lord, with all the pain and all the hurt and all the rejection and everything, Father, but that we will, will, will work and that we will give our best and that we will make it work. Father, we thank you that your word says, I can do all things through Christ to strengthen me. And we thank you for that, Lord. I want to pray your blessing over everybody sitting here. Our marriages, Lord. Every area of our marriages. Our finances. Um, our children. All the challenges, Father. Give us the wisdom to work through it. And Lord, even if we have to go and see somebody, pray with somebody, um, confess our, our sins, whatever, that we will be able to work through it to come out on the other side more than conquerors. We thank you for that in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning once again. Hello, hello. You know what the word says that uh, God says go out to Samaria, Judea, and, and all over, and to the, to the most ends of the earth. Now, ek blij nou daar op die kant van die land. As, as hulle my verder skuif, as ek in die see in, maar uh, is alright, ek sal een boeikie kree, dan sal ek op die boeikie sit en minister, dan sal ek weer, it's good. So it's good to have, good to have you guys here this morning, and uh, it's good to be here this morning. It's always, always good to be here. This is my home, Bikers Church, Midrand. I grew up here in the ministry. Um, Kijk, jaren terug nog zo moet je ook Katana hier naartoe gereden. Wie van jullie ken Katana tijd? Hey man, die beste, beste superbike wat hulle ooit gemaakt het. Hij is een beetje wobbly op oorspoed. Maar het was goed, het was goed times dat. So ja, yeah. this morning when we, when we start, we're going we're to look at marriage foundations. You know, we all want to go out and we want to win this world for Jesus. But you know what, it starts at home. It starts at home. As jou huis nie in orde is nie, kan ons nie eindelijk die Heere uitvat nie. We can't take Jesus to a, to a lost world when everything at home is, is not the way that it's supposed to be. So we, we need to put that in order. And there's a couple of things that I would, would like to share with you this morning. And first of all, I just want to share a little joke with you. There's this guy with the name of Thomas. He was 32 years old. And the one day uh, he met with one of his friends and his friends ask him, are you still single? Uh, why aren't you married? And then he said, uh, or the friend asked him, can't you find a woman who will be a good wife to you? And then he answered, he said, actually, I found many women I wanted to marry. But when I bring them home to meet my parents, my mother doesn't like them. <laughs> His friend thinks for a moment and says, I've got the perfect solution. Just find a girl who is just like your mother. Okay, a few months later, they meet again, and a friend asks, did you find the perfect girl? Did your mother like her? With a frown on his face, Thomas answered. He says, yes, I found the perfect girl. She was just like my mother. You were right. My mother liked her very much. The friend said, then what is the problem? Why aren't you married yet? He said, now my father doesn't like her. <laughs> 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 so he's nets with my mom. 
Okay. There's <laughs> another one year, a man approached a very beautiful woman in a shopping mall, and he, and he asked her, listen, um, can I please talk to you for a moment? Um, and, but he, he lost his wife somewhere in the shopping mall, and, and, and then he approached this woman and says, can I talk to you for a few minutes? And the woman says, yes, but why? He says, every time I talk to a beautiful woman, my wife just appears out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> now, folk, we want to start off, and I want to quote, quote from you from the book of Mark. Um, I think the slide is up there. If you can just flip over to the next slide there. Uh, we all know, and we're going we're gonna to read from the Message Bible. It says, in the original creation, God made male and female to be together. You know what? This is God's plan. God doesn't want us to be alone. When God created everything, God Every time that God created something, God saw that it was good, and God said it was good. But then when, after God created Adam, God looked at him, and God said, it's not good that man is alone. That's a black for nie goed nie. So if you're still alone, you're in a place of no good, not good. Um, that's not good om alleen te wees nie. So you moet maar, you moet maar vrou kry wat vir jou ma is. I like your pa, nee, that's fine. I moet maar oor het kom, that's maar so. And then says, so because of this, a man leaves his father and mother, and in marriage, he becomes one flesh with a woman, no longer two individuals, but forming a new unity. Now, folks, uh, a disturbing fact, if you look at all the statistics, in marriage, four out of ten marriages fails. Four out of ten marriages ends up in divorce. There's amper 50% men of a true what's Folks, and that is, and that it's regardless of age, regardless of whatever. Um, that is quite, quite a scary statistic. Um, and you know what? The next person can be you and, you and me. Biker, dink ou nie, yes, ek is al so langsam, of al so langsam, no, that's that. You know what? You can be the next person. You know what? We need to put some principles and stuff in order to, to enable us to, to make our marriage work. It doesn't just work for the... Uh, by itself. We need to make it work. So, a lot of people get divorced. There's reasons, um, reasons perceived for both men and women as, as the causes for divorce includes the following. As you look on the, on the overhead there, there's, there's difference of priorities, rules and responsibilities, or roles and responsibilities, religion, sex, abuse, communication, a very important one, communication, um, cheating, finances, also Really sensitive socket the finances. Because you know what? You want every, everything your eyes sees and your wife also. shopping mall to Woolworths to Woolworths sale. Your wife buys stuff that she doesn't need just because it was on a sale. You know the one day I went to Suzuki and I saw a nice nice uh, off-road there. And I went home and I, and I said to my wife, I want another bike. She says, you want another bike? I says, yes. She says, but you've got a bike. I said, I know, but I want another one. She says, what are you going to do with it? I said, I'm going to ride it. She says, but you, you've got one. I said, you know what, you, you won't understand. She said, <laughs> so she said to me, you are, you are right, I don't understand. I said, or I'll just leave it there. <clears throat> I want another bike. <clears throat> and then she said, all right, buy it then. Thank you. So I've got a good wife. She said, I can buy it. Uh, <laughs> so they don't always understand. We don't understand them always, and they don't always understand us. Isn't that true? 
But you know what? You don't have to understand them always, and you, don't, you must just love them. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says to the husband, love your wives. He never says to the wife, love your husband. Eh? Isn't that true? He doesn't say that. He says, the wife, submit to your own husband. Don't, don't. He doesn't say that, but they love us. Folks, there are basic principles that if practiced, uh, can help us build a solid, a solid marital foundation. If, if practiced, that's, the, that's the, the question here. Both the husband and the wife needs to know and accept their roles and responsibilities in the marriage. That's a specific thing what you must do, a specific thing what they must do. You need to accept that. It is not a, you don't have to contend who's the boss, who's who in the zoo and all that stuff. That's not going to be the boss in the house. You know what? It's not, they become one. It's our home, it's our finances, it's our children, it's our everything. It's not just mine. En uh, gelukkig sê ek vir my vrou, as hy praat van die baie kant, sê ek nie, los die baie kant, dit is die Heere sin. Hy het om vir my geleen. <laughs> sê, jy kan nie daar, Peter. <laughs> you, you can't sell it. <laughs> dit los uit, al twee. <laughs> dit is die Heere sin. But it's not a, you don't have to contend, who's the best, and who, whatever, and, who, and wie kry die laaste sê, en die, hoe van julle, hoe van julle weet, dit gaan altyd wat die vrou wil die laaste sê, he. She wants to say, wants to the last, say, the last to say. But uh, let us look at, at what the Bible says in Ephesians 5.22. And a lot of you guys know this, but sometimes we just need to, to be reminded of this once again. basic principles of a relationship, of a marriage. Now the Bible says, and I'm reading from the, from the uh, English Standard Version, it says, wives, submit to your own husbands, to your own husbands, as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife. Hierdie moet die vrou en zullen moet nou eindig hierdie gehoor het. The husband is the head of the wife. God said it. Maar jy kan nou nie kom en sê, wel, ek is die baas, so jy bleed die sharap en hou jou mond en bly stil en was die vloer en was die skorlok te maak kos en snuis om in die gras en En, en was my baie kok, en al hy dan doe het. For the Lord, husband is the head of the, of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. He gave himself to the church. Now as husbands, are we prepared to give, to give our lives to our wives? You say, you know what, I'm prepared to die for my wife. I'm prepared to give my life. And you know, not, not even just to die for her, to live for your wife, to give your life for her. As we give our lives to Jesus, we live for Him. We give our lives to Him. We surrender to Him. And we live for Him. That is, that is what, what we need to do as husbands. Now it goes on to say, Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also the wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives. Here it comes. Husband, love your wives. Who feel? As Christ loved the church and gave Himself up for her. Sure, this is a tall order, folk. As Christ loved the church. You know what? God so loved the world that He gave His best. He gave Jesus. Jesus showed His love. He demonstrated His love that while we were still sinners, He died for us. Romans 5, 8. He gave everything. He gave His best for us. Now it says, uh, Husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave Himself for her, that He might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word. He gave us that. It goes on to say, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. 
In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ, Christ does the body, because we are members of his body. If you're a Christian, you are a member of the body of Christ here on earth. This is not a thing that I can do on the other side, but I can do it on the Okay, Joyce Meyer up TV, because I'm not part of a church. I'm, I'm praying there in my inner room. There's a place for that. In Matthew 6, Jesus says, go into your room, lock the door. There's a place for that. But there's a place for this also. To come together to, where there's a corporate anointing, where there's unity, where God commands his blessing, there's a place for that. It's not just in your inner room. Um, that is, that is what, what the Bible says. And then it goes on to say, and it, 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 uh, therefore a man shall leave his wife, and, and his mother, uh, his father and his mother, not leave his wife. That is the money. That's what we probeer for hood for me. He leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. The same scripture verse in, 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 in Genesis 2.24. A man shall leave his parents and cling to his wife or be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Folks, this is the only... The enigste mathematics of sommer wat 1 plus 1 1 maak. Dis nie 1 plus 1 is 2 nie. Ons het het geleer, but 1 plus 1 equals 1. It is not just, it's not about me, it's not about her, it's about us. It becomes us. En baie keer is mense baie selfish in hierdie ding, this is my money, this is my bike, and this is my die, and my die, and it is not. It's ours. It's always that. In 1 Peter 3, verse 1 to 6, also from the Message Bible, it speaks to the wife here. The Bible speaks to the wife. It says, wives, now the wife is the helper. Remember when God created Eve, he said, I will make him a helper. Somebody just like him. It's not good for him to be alone. He's a good man who will help him a little bit. He's a good man who will help him a little bit. He's a good man who will help him a little bit. He's a good man who will help him be good wives to your husbands, responsive to their needs. They are husbands who, indifferent as they are, to any words about God will be captivated by your life and your holy beauty. Sure, that's nice. So you know what? There's one thing that I always say to people. When your wife submits to you, it's easy for you to love her. When she's got a gentle and quiet spirit, that's easy for you to love her. And when you love your, your wife, like as Christ loved the church, it's easy for your wife to submit. As jy al wil sê, man, af, vloerlap, terugkom buis toe, ek maak jou ketang nou korter, weet in allai goeders. It's not easy to submit to a man like that. It's not easy. But when your wife feels loved, she will submit to you. And we all know, some of you know, some of you might not know, submission comes from the Greek word upotasso. It means to organize yourself under the covering or the protection of somebody. Are you the protection of your wife? Are you there? Can your wife submit and say, you know what, my husband got me covered. Ek is hier onder, want ek weet, hy is vir my lief. Hy is vir my lief soos wat Jesus vir die kerk is. Then she will be quiet and she will be gentle and she will be there for you. But you know what? There's a lot of guys they they treat their wives as as rags, floor lapper, and then will you even answer you any bit? Let me take you from Mama's office cover and say, "Come, it's tight. It's not tight. I hope not yet. Today I'm not sure. Because I get the package, Prince Oki. So we're done. 
so this, you don't do that. Okay. Verse 3, it says, what matter, matters is not your outer appearance, the styling of your hair. This is the, the woman, yeah? Or the wife. Or the jewelry that you wear, the cut of your clothes, but your inner disposition. Your quiet and gentle spirit. Cultivate inner beauty, the gentle, gracious kind that God delights in. Sure. Folks, this is, this is the, the principles that we need to build our marriage on. And then 1 Peter 3, 7, now the, the Bible speaks to the husband. Also from the, from the Message Bible, it says the husband is the leader. The man is the layer in the eyes. The man is the wolf in the eyes. He's the layer. And you know what? By a friend, will it not any. I don't know why. Hulle voel, die man, hy kan nie die, die leiding vat nie, hulle wil die shots call, and that's not, and jy krijg betuie, ouwens, hulle is hierdie klein mannekies, en hulle sê, ja mama, wie sê vir julle vrouwens mama? Ja, niemand is nou stil die brug, mami, <laughs> jy het nie, jy het nie met jou maag getrouwd nie, jy is dus jou vrou, sê vir haar vrou, <laughs> of liefie, of skatterbol, of al die, maar is die mami nie, ok, <laughs> Ek sê ook betekend my vrou, mama, want sy die kinders hoort dit. Okay, great. Be good husbands to your wives. Listen to what it says. Be good husbands to your wife. Uh, honor them, delight in them. As women, they lack some of your advantages, but in the new life of God's grace, you equals. Sure, you equals. Selfde. Treat your wives then as equals, so your prayers don't run aground. Your owens, here is a scary end. As jy jou vrou behandel soos die vloerlap, dan gaan die heren nie na jou praat. Die gebeur luister. Jy sê, sorry. Jy wil nou vir my al hierdie goed vraag goed maak, kyk hoe behandel jy jou vrou. Kyk hoe, kyk hoe gaan het nie huis. Now you want to export the gospel to the lost world. You want to go to the rallies and wherever, but look, look at this. What about your wife at home? What about your kids? Hoe lyk het daar? Man, hoe wil jy uitgaan en jy wil die wereld vir Jesus wen? Jy is een hypocrit, man. Jy is kyn heilig. En ek praat met myself ook. Jy is kyn heilig. Jy is een van hy, jy is een fariseer. <laughs> Daar is nie net fariseers in die bybel nie, hulle is hier ook vandag. Op hierdie aardbol, waar ons vandag bly. Ok, folks, there's four important foundation, foundational principles for our marriage that I want to look at. And maybe there's more, but there's four very important uh, foundational principles for a marriage. The first one is communication. And I make this number one because I believe this is number one. You know what? Most of the people will say, no, it's love. Love covers a multitude of sin and love bears all things and hopes all things and love never fails, 1 Corinthians 13 and all that. But you know what? Communication. If you cannot communicate, you cannot communicate love. That's why Jesus came to the face of the earth to communicate love, to show love. He was there. And you know what? Uh, communication. It says that the biggest communication problem is we do not listen to understand. We listen to reply. What would you want No. And you know what? Listen to reply. And I said, Ek wil die laaste sê, ja maar. And you end up in a place where, where you go back by a fair in the past where you where all die oukwee uit die slootheid al. And die vrouwens is goed met dit. You know that, eh? Ja maar om dou in 1982, die derde januari, vier uur die marrag, het jy dit gedoen. Doe nie dit nie. Communication is very, very important. Um, I think it's the most important one there. Nou dat, wat ek nou net sien, hoe gaan ek nou teruggaan hier naartoe? Ek het nou, uh, 
energie opgeven. Oké, okay, is hij. Oké, okay, you, you'll see it on the on the overhead where the wife is there and the husband. The wife says, "Our marriage is in trouble. We need to talk about it." And then <laughs> the husband says, "Our marriage is in trouble. I better keep my mouth shut." Ik moet liever niks sê nie, want ons is die moeilijkheid, want elke ding wat jy sê, ons het een kerkel, Mike, hy sê altyd, you know what, when you've got an argument with your wife, it's better to just keep your mouth shut, because everything that you said, says, leads to another argument. And it's, so it's, sometimes it's just better to, blame on net, liever stil, is net veiliger, uh, is net baie veiliger om net stil te bly. So, uh, ek net hierdie technology gauw uitsoort, Who of you can relate to what I've said so far? Is it, we, we live in a real world. In all I type of things, and it's happening. So, uh, you know what? If you take communication out of a, out of a relationship, the, the relationship uh, will die. It'll die. If we take communication out of our re- relationship with God, it'll die. If we stop to pray, if we stop to read our Bibles, the, 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 the relationship will die even between us, you need to communicate, you need to, and you need to communicate very clear, the communication must be clear, make sure that your spouse hear what you say, ja, maar ek het gedag, jy dit gesê, wie van julle weet dit, <laughs> en jy ook, ja, maar ek het nou gedag, jy, ja, ek het nie, nie dag, nie. Um, make sure that you understand what the person says, that you know what she wants, or what he wants, make sure, because there's, the communication needs to be very clear, uh, in Proverbs 12 verse 18, sometimes uh, we, we use sharp words from the contemporary English version. It says, sharp words cut like a sword, but words of wisdom heal. Now, when there's an argument, when the, the other person does not understand what you want, or your wife, um, it leads to an argument, and then we begin to say what we want. And you know what? Words, it says here, it says, sharp words cut like a sword. What words of wisdom heal. You know what? Um, a gentle word, um, what said it, that, 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 let us, let us put some time aside. Let us communicate about this thing. Vertel my bieke, wat is jou, hoekom sê jy wat jy sê? You know what, when I cancel people, I let the one person talk, and then the other one wants to chip in, and says, nee, bly stil, is nie jou, is nie jou tyd om te praat nie. En dan, <laughs> en dan sê ek, ok, jy bly nou stil, jy praat nie. Ok, dan praat hierdie in, en sê ek, het jy nou gehoor wat sê sy? Het jy nou gehoor wat sê hy? And you know what? That enables them to communicate with a mediator. And you, you have to, you hou hulle net uit mekaars haar uit. Jy sê, ons het al vir mekaar geskree in my kantoor, al die mense buiten hoor, weet alles. <laughs> alles, alles kree, nou, it's like, I want to kill you. It's the end of this, end of this road. I'm, I'm done. I'm out. Uh, but you know what? You need to, uh, to, to be a mediator for them. And, and for the same, and then, and then, and then vat jy die goed en sê, listen, okay, Het jy gehoor wat hierdie ons sê? Het jy hier geluister? Do you know what, what she wants or what he wants? 
And, and in our marriages, this is the same. In Proverbs 14, 17, listen what it says here from the Good News Bible. People with hot temper do foolish things. Wiser people remain calm. People with a hot temper do foolish things. Words hurt people's hearts. And you know what? They remember it. It's makkelijk om naar die tijd te sê, Lovey, I'm sorry, I've overreacted, and stuff like that, maar die woorde bly hier so. Hulle, dit maak seer, dit maak seer. So it's better to just keep your mouth shut. And you know what? Sometimes as husbands, it's better for you to lose an argument than to, to lose your marriage. Verloor jy die argument, sê net, ok, alright, goed, mama, jy is reg. <laughs> This is okay, this is right, this is good. This is later we have for you to buy the cup. No, no, no. I will. for you iets what you like. I will buy you a pair of skoenen. You have all 300 pairs of skoenen. I will buy you another two pairs. And then, who of you is a friend with custom full skoenen? I don't know why. Eh? <laughs> I don't know why. All I like schooner. My vrouw kom heel dag met nieuwe schooner by die huis. Hey, look at this. It was on a sale. I think you don't need it. Yeah, but it was on a sale. I said, okay. <laughs> when are you going to wear them? I don't know. I just liked it. <laughs> okay, Proverbs. Oof, arme Okay, giri perte. Proverbs 14, 29, Good News Bible. It says, if you stay calm, you're wise. But if you have a hot temper... You only show how stupid you are. Yo, a guy with a hot temper or a wife, woman with a hot temper is actually stupid according to this Bible verse here. You just show how stupid you are. Proverbs, here's that, that one that we said. Uh, Proverbs 15 verse 1, Good News Bible, it says, A gentle answer quits anger, but a harsh one stirs it up. A gentle, okay guys, he always said, tomorrow it's okay, it's okay. You know what? We must always think, what would Jesus do? What will us make as the Heere with us so was, so what us partaker with our vrouwens is? The Heere say for us, you know what? It's okay. Don't worry. It's okay. I've got it. I've got you. It's all right. Don't worry. And he, mama, he'll say, what for you, man? Come now. It's true, so a bit. It's true, The second one is love. Very important one now. The second one. Love is an unconditional commitment to an imperfect person like yourself. Yeah, he is working perfect. So we, you know what? We all look for a perfect marriage. You will never find one of those because you're not perfect. Your wife is not perfect. We live in an imperfect world. So you won't find this perfect marriage. The year the year had no a sin for him or I fat to him different backgrounds, different personalities and stuff like that, and I bring them by mekaar. And then come here this in Proverbs, and like iron sharpens iron. <laughs> so the, the personality of the one person sh uh, shapes the other person's personality. And then, yes, the vrouw is in her kopag. He will not work. And she said, it's all from you work. Here, man, he can't understand. We need to try. Then there's a way of love, and we all know where, where that comes from, and that's 1 Corinthians 13, verse 1 to 8. Let us just remind ourselves of what it says here. It says, I may speak in languages of humans and of angels, but if I don't have love, I'm a loud gong and a clashing cymbal. 
Jy maak net geras. Jy sê al die nice goeikies, maar dit, dit, dit is fake. Dit, dit help nie. I may have the gift to speak with God, what God has revealed, and I may understand all mysteries and have all knowledge. I, uh, I may even have enough faith to move mountains, but if I don't have love, I am nothing. Sê ek niks. Nou, nou gaan het aan. Om te sê in vers 3, it says, I may even give away all that I have and give up my body to be burned. Yes, this is a tall order. Ek gee. Um, but if I don't have love, none of these things will help me. Now it goes on to say in verse 4, what love really is. Love is patient. Patience is a baie moeilike ding vir ons. Isn't that true? Patience. We all, we all struggle with this one. Patience. Love is patient. If you're not patient, ask God to give you more love, not more patience. Because God will <laughs> give you more patience in a way that you won't like it. He will, you will end up in traffic, in a traffic jam and stuff like that, or long queue at the bank or something. God says, all right. Kom ons kyk. Geef jou patience. Kyk wat doen jy nou. Ask him for more love, rather. Because he says, love is patient. Love isn't jealous. Geef ek jou self voor en laat ek jy kyk. Wow, hierdie nommer? Wie is hierdie? Wie het jy gebel? Wanneer het jy gebel? Wat het jy vir mekaar gesê? En alle, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Ok. Uh, en moet ook die mense bel wat jy nie moet nie. Um. <laughs> ok. En, yeah, we, we said in the beginning, uh, things that, that causes problems is like social media as well. Or, you know what, Twitter, WhatsApp, Facebook, all that, that good verursaak groot moeilikheid, um, if we use it in the wrong way. That's a good thing, the te- technology is good, but we need to use it in, a, in the right way. Um, that good can be a moeilikheid doen. This is so makkelijk, it's druk a knopje and the so. Um, it doesn't sing its own praises, it, uh, it isn't ignorant or arrogant, um, it isn't rude. It doesn't think about itself. It isn't irritable. It doesn't keep track of wrongs. Like it must not say, the tannies can not hold. They can keep track of wrongs. Isn't that true? Yes, I'll do them. I can't tell them. Do them. I'll do them. It isn't happy when injustice is done, but he's happy with the truth. Love never stops being patient. Never stops believing, never stops hoping, never gives up. Love never comes to an end. Now we ask ourselves the question, do you really love your wife with this kind of love? With this kind of love? Like that, this is a tall order. The third one is respect. Respect is for those who deserve it, not for those who demand it. You know what? I've, I've, I've counseled a couple in our church. We've married them and about three, three months down the line, uh, they've had serious marital problems and stuff like that. So I went to them and I canceled them and the guy was sitting there on his lazy boy and then he said, I demand respect. He says, do you, do you respect your wife? No, I demand. I am the head of this house. I demand respect. Your vrouw gaan jou los, opel. And say it. Your vrouw gaan jou los. Because you know what? It's something that you deserve but you can't demand it. Um, Ephesians 5.33, it says in the, the English Standard Version, However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Sure, this is what the Bible says. This is not my idea of your idea. Nie. The fourth one, the last one, is, is trust. Trust is, is, is a relationship, or a relationship with no trust is like a cell, or a cell phone. Uh, with no service, all you can do is play games. 
die wifi is nie geconnect nie, dis, dit, hulle sê ons, die, die lichte is aan, maar dat niemand by die huis nie, of die TV is aan, maar dat nie beeld nie, en, al, <laughs> and you know what, sometimes, sometimes we like that, we watch rugby, or, or, or Grand Prix on the TV, and you know what, the wife is not, bly stil, ons kyk hier, sy mag nie praat nie, uh, shut up, ons gaan keir by jou ma, of as jou ma nog lewe, weet, dis wat, uh, Proverbs 31 verse 10 to 12, the Bible says, uh, about a wife, yeah, folks, where God said right in the beginning, it's not good for a man to be alone, it's a good thing to find a wife, but says here, who can find a wife with a strong character, she is worth far more than jewels, Sy is meer waard as enig iets anders. Ek sê altyd vir mense, you know what, God can give you everything that you want. All the bikes, all the toys, all this, but you have to be alone. You've got nobody to share them with. Would that be of any benefit to you? Hoe lekker sal dit wees? Jy kan het met niemand deel nie, jy het al hierdie goed, jy bly in 20 miljoen rand huis, en jy het Porsches, en Lamborghinis, and you've got everything, but you don't have a wife, you're all by your lonesome self. You know where you are, a place of not good. Because God himself said it. Ek het baie ons gehoor wat sê, ek is al geskui, ek bly liever al leer, want al die vrouwens is moeilijkheid. It's not true. I've been divorced and I'm happily married today. And ek het ook dier een moeilijke tijd gegaan. Ek het ook gevoel, vrouwens is moeilijkheid. You know what, there's my son. I divorced his mother 20 something, well, how long was that? 25 years, 26 years ago. But I'm happily married today. We've got a very good relationship and stuff like that, it happens, it happens, die tijd was ek dom, stupid, en sy, en ek het te veel gedrink, en all that stuff, I was very selfish, it was all about me, net gewarrie oor motorbikes, en dinge, she was just there, she was an add-on, folks, your wife is not an add-on, your wife is not an add-on, it's not that, if you, if you think your wife is an add-on, you're gonna lose her, you're gonna lose her, if you don't give the, your wife the attention that she needs, somebody else will, Die ou wat saam met haar gym gaan vast, sê hoe mooi lyk haar haar en haar make-up en haar oorbellekies en haar goeikies, as jy dit nie doen nie. As jy jou vrou by die huis heel tyd afbreek, ja, wow, wow, sleg en die ding. The guy at the gym will tell her how beautiful she is. She will, he will say, say all the right words and, and before you know she's, she's in an affair with the guy. Why? It's your fault. It's your skill. En dan wil jy op jou vrou se kuis klim en sê, sê, she's unfaithful and this and that. Waar pas jy in die prankie? So if you don't do it, somebody else will. Okay. It says her husband trusts her with all his heart. And he does not lack anything good. She helps him and never harms him all the days of her life. You see, this is a thing of, of love and submission. A team. One and one is one. Where they together where they, it's not about me. You know what, the, the day you get married, it is not about you anymore. Dis nie meer, ek en die manne gaan a bykie vanavond uit, en dit is voorbij. Voorbij. And you know what, you're gonna lose your friends, and people are gonna say, oh, wat het nou met jou gebeur? I got married. I've got different responsibilities. My priorities have changed. I've got a family. This is what matters most to me. Dit gaan nie oor hierdie goed nie. Sorry, al die braai vleese en al die ram en die, al die is nou klaar en die branne wijn en al die twak en dit is voorbij. Dit is klaar, ek is nou saam met my vrou. And so by the way, I've accepted Jesus uh, as my Lord and Savior. So dit is nog een rede om. And, and we get to a place where we say like Joshua, for me and my house we will serve the Lord. As the leader of your, of your home, 
you need to be able to say that. Uh, for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Hoekom is dit so dat baie mamas dit moet doen? Papa wil nie mama vir die kinderkerk toe, mama vir die kinderzonderskool toe. You know what? The dads must stand up and do what God has called us to do. To be the leader and to stand up to do what God has called us to do. Um, she helps him and never harms him all the, all the days of her life. And folks, this, this is it. Um, remember, remember the day when, we, when you got married. You, you made a vow. You made a promise to your wife. You said to your wife, I will love you. I will love you. And you know what? And she said, I will love you also. Say with me, the Bible says, they would not submit, say with if you leave the best. <laughs> but, but folks, yeah, let us, let us listen to what the Bible says and let us make it our own and let us take it back and get back to the basics and tell your wife, you know what? I love you. You're the most important person in my life. Should be. Because it's God first, spouse, children, job, ministry, hobbies, golf, visvang, allai goeders. But we sometimes, this, you, our priorities get so mixed up that our wives who just, let's do it a little bit here and say, you know what, we don't have time for you. We, I can not manage gaan golf speel, I can not manage gaan visvang. Ons gaan a bit bike rai, ons gaan, ek het a super bike, as in elke geval nie plek vir jou nie, want ek het die achterste piks ook afgehaal. I'm guilty. <laughs> <laughs> it's my bike, what you have made her it. My friend will must go now. Can say She's got a car, so that's good. But folks, let us let us cherish what God has, has brought together our homes. The, the enemy walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And you know what? He attacks relationships because relationships is from God. And especially marriages. God doesn't want you to be happy in your marriage. God doesn't want you to, to serve Him and, and to raise your kids in the ways of the Lord. Remember there's one thing uh, that is it's a monkey see, monkey do thing. You know what? Your son, whatever he sees you doing with your, your wife, he's going to do it with you. Most probably he's going to do it with his wife. Because that's the way he was brought up. So you need, we need to love our wives with the love that Jesus loved the church and gave himself for it. So this morning, as we sit in God's presence, uh, maybe some of, some of you or somebody in, in this, um, you're facing some, some challenges in your marriage. Um, we would love to pray with you. We would love to ask God to really intervene and God to bless you and, and to, to make a way where there seems to be no way. Because you know what? Sometimes the easiest way out is to just get divorced. Fat your pai and vai. Skurt. Lost my bike and vai net. Folks, it, it's not that simple. It's not that simple. Remember, when you get divorced, there's a lot of things. There's confusion, hurt, anger, um, rejection, stuff... Those things come, it's a package. You can't just walk away and as if nothing has happened. Um, so this morning, I want to I wanna give an opportunity. If, you, if you're facing marital problems or relational problems with your wife-to-be or whatever, let us pray about it. Let us ask God to, to really bless us. And we, we're going to do a prayer. And uh, afterwards, if you want personal 
uh, a personal prayer or personal ministry or whatever, please we here. I'm here, Ramon is here, Ellen is here, Sid is here, and Jackie and all the people. We would love to, to be with you, uh, pray with you, and, and to assist in that, in that matter. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much that we can trust you with everything. And Lord, that you know exactly what goes on in our marriages. You know exactly what goes on in our homes, Lord. And this morning, we uh, realize and we acknowledge that, yeah, Lord, without you, we can't have a, a healthy marriage. Because, Lord, human beings are a little bit selfish. They always, you know, it's about me. What, what do I gain from this? And, Lord, thank you that we can just give. Because the Bible says it is more blessed to give than to receive. And, Lord, that we will give everything to our wives without um, the expectancy to get something back. Lord, just to love our wives. And, Father, I want to pray for everybody here. Lord, as we face problems, and, Lord, this is something that's going to come. It is, it's not if, it's when. There's going to be some, some challenges that we're going to face in our marriages. And Father, I pray that you will give us the wisdom, that you will give us the, the strength and, and everything that we need to work through that, to come out on the other side more than conquerors, to glorify you, Lord, so that we will not just give up and walk out. And Lord, with all the pain and all the hurt and all the rejection and everything, Father, but that we will, will, will work and that we will give our best and that we will make it work. Father, we thank you that your word says, I can do all things through Christ to strengthen me. And we thank you for that, Lord. I want to pray your blessing over everybody sitting here. Our marriages, Lord. Every area of our marriages. Our finances. Um, our children. All the challenges, Father. Give us the wisdom to work through it. And Lord, even if we have to go and see somebody pray with somebody, um, confess our, our sins, whatever, that we will be able to work through it to come out on the other side, more than conquerors. We thank you for that in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.